Men, do you want to look and feel good? Let Cimarroni Couture fit you with the finest fabrics and the best fitting custom shirts, pants, sport coats, and suits. We will come to your home or office, or if you want, you can come to us. We look forward to being of service to you. Call Missy, our CEO, at 216-496-2592. That's Cimarroni Couture, 216-496-2592. It's Coach Cimarroni, Blood Time, the C-Suite Forum, and I am very fortunate to be sitting here in these palatial uh, 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 palaces of offices here in uh, downtown Cleveland with uh, President Kevin Griffin from Adcom. Thank you so much, Kevin, for having us in. Thank you. That's, I think, the first time I've heard that that <laughs> title uh, since I've uh, ascended to this role as president of Brand and Market Insight. So it's fun to hear it. Yeah, isn't yeah, it cool? Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what a great place, Adcom. Yeah. And, and leadership of Joe Kubik. Uh, fascinating, fascinating rise, right? Absolutely. And I know probably later in the show, we'll talk a bit more about folks like Joe, who are just incredible individuals and yeah. leaders and entrepreneurs and folks who inspire the best out of us all. It's really cool to be surrounded by quality guys. You know, and it's, of it's, course. Yeah. I mean, else, it's, yeah. you know, as, yeah. as at least I've gotten older and, and, and more mature in my career, it's paramount. I mean, mm -hmm. it's, it's the, uh, I, I don't know how I would survive if I wasn't around people who are like, uh, like Joe and others who are always constantly pushing the arch, but most importantly, deeply care about individuals Yes, and, uh, and low ego yeah. and just want to do a great job. Uh, just fantastic. I mean, yeah. that is literally where we should be living. Absolutely. You know, yeah. I mean, I, and believe me, I grew up uh, in a tougher era, sure. <laughs> you know, and it was, it was really almost like a militaristic situation of, you know, you, you had the, the, the boss, yeah. right. And it wasn't a win-win. It was a win kind of lose type yeah. of situation. And I just was, it just really rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah. And I just love to see this leadership today. Yeah. It is really evolved yep. and higher thought is really where it's, it's, it's living. I think it's interesting because I, I think I'm at a point in my career where, where my generation, we, we started where, where you were, right? Yes. It was, a, it was command end. and control, yeah, yes. command and control management. Sure. And then it, we've, we've evolved particularly over the last, I think it's accelerated over the last five or six years, but right. you know, the last 15 years, a little less command and control, a little more sure. collaborative approach, yes. a lot more understanding. Yeah. Um, and I think we're moving towards a direction where, um, while you still need to deliver results, we're all in a performance-based business, right? Yes. So we need to deliver results, but yes. great ideas and great contributions really should be able to come from anywhere. A spectrum Absolutely. of thought, Absolutely. a spectrum of yeah. perspective, Absolutely. okay, and also experience. But that takes like having a low ego too, right? And an open mind and, and an open and heart. It, well, right. man, you said it, right. man. And I hope yeah. we talk about those two uh, factors a little bit more, but sure. that is, uh, those are things that I've, I've learned along the way from really great leaders that I've worked with sure. is how to open someone's heart and mind. Uh, because I've been on the opposite side, right? Where oh, like, yeah. that's not a good idea. And yeah. you haven't even really sussed through all the possibilities sure. and you kind of close off what could be an incredible opportunity for a community, mm -hmm. a business, an individual, no doubt. Uh, just by having an open mind. I get that. Yeah. And you, you know, and you have an incredible upbringing. And yeah, incredible yeah. story yeah. and lineage and and heritage, if you will. Uh, share share with that, you know, a little yeah. bit with the audience. Yeah, I, I, I think what you're referencing is uh, I was, uh, you know, 
my last name is Griffin and, yes, and, uh, and, yeah. <laughs> and so, uh, um, most folks in, particularly here in, in the great state of Ohio know, uh, my uncle Archie Griffin and, uh, yes. who's an incredible man and the famous and, Buckeye, famous Buckeye. Yes. And, uh, was fortunate to win the Heisman Trophy twice. Still the only the, o- the only one only right. person to win the Heisman Trophy Go twice. And the so Ohio State University. So we're all very proud of Ohio State and, and uh while I was fortunate to play there as well as a four year letter winner and our special teams captains for a couple of years. That's awesome. Uh great memories, great friends mm-hmm. uh to this day. Sure. But what makes me even more proud is uh, now our, our my wife and I, our oldest son is is a sophomore at Ohio State. So to watch which I didn't think he'd want to go to school because he's so sure. connected sure. from birth. Yeah. Uh he's having a time of his life. So to That's be able awesome. to connect the things that you love together. It's pretty cool. And you hired just recently another Buckeye. Yes, yeah, my absolutely. Baby girl. That's right. She's here. Jenna we, Gigi Cimarroni. We I try to uh, we try not to say O H I O too often in the building <laughs> or go Bucks, but uh, it's sure. it's always nice to get fellow Buckeyes here in our in in our Indeed. in our office. Indeed. Well, you guys are knocking it out of the park, and I think you're. What, how many people are you employing here? Today? Yeah. Well, we're fully staffed. We're, you know, we're, we have a hundred plus folks, wow. uh, and uh, as a full service marketing partner, sure. some folks would think about that as an agency. Yes. Uh, but we, you know, we do everything right from yeah. soup to nuts. So creative directors, uh, we work on television projects, television, uh, commercials, sure. uh, public relations, mm-hmm. social media, mm-hmm. media management, media buying, uh, a lot of consultative, consultative work, excuse me, just helping businesses get better, okay. truly understanding the data behind their business so that they can find the right audience and mm-hmm. then meet that audience needs with whatever, whatever products they have. So, uh, it's, it's fun to work in a creative space like this. Yeah, and you guys have got some wonderful clients. We do. I mean, yeah. really high-quality yeah. clients, yeah. both locally and, and nationally, too. We do, we do. We're really fortunate in that way, and, and so uh, we get a chance to kind of see the depth and breadth of business across this, uh, a variety of spectrums in a number of different verticals, whether sure. that's the medical vertical or or uh, we do a lot in the consumer goods vertical with uh, right. with, with beer partners and oh, okay. pizza and grocery sure. and C-stores. Um, pizza and, and beer, how do you go wrong, right? Yeah, you know, it's, it's funny. I, I, I got to tell you, over the last couple of years with these, some of our partners, uh, we, we, we use our pro- our partners products because we okay. believe in them. So I love that. if it's, if it's yeah. pizza and beer, you, you got to also find a gym hey, partner. Listen, That's right. Montrose Auto Group has always been one of my biggest clients yeah. and I've been driving Fords and Lincolns Good for, for the you. past 11 years. So I walk the Absolutely. talk too. I, I, Absolutely. I believe in that. Absolutely. Good. And they're, Big sponsor of others, so good. it's a it's a good it's a good scenario, and I love that mentality to it. I think you also give exclusivity too, don't you, for certain Sometimes. situations? Yeah, which I, mean, I think is really respectful. Yeah, at, at the heart of what we do is, mm-hmm. and I just had an incredible lunch with uh, with a couple of hopefully new partners coming on board. Awesome. We we just have to have a business conversation with you, and you need to know that we love Cleveland. Sure. So we, whatever we're focused on, it is to help our community get better through your business. Mm-hmm. And we love to see people do well. That's and awesome. I think, and, and that's really, really important to us. We want to see individuals' business grow. We want to see them be profitable. We want to see their products Im- improve our community, whatever okay. that is. Yeah. And I think that is really born out of, uh, number one, I think we're all really good people here, but also the entrepreneurial spirit. Right. You know, Joe and Mark grew this agency from two people in a garage over the last 31 years to where wow. we are today. Yeah. And that sticks with us. You 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 respect that and you totally. honor that because yeah. it's not easy. Especially and for my seat. I know how hard that is. To yeah. Do. Holy cow. It's really cool. So you want to see that same, you know, you know, you take that same spirit to the sure. relationships that we have with, uh, with uh, other partners. Absolutely. And, you know, speaking of a company that's, that's doing well in the space is obviously Evergreen Podcasting. We're 
blessed to be part of that that, that family now. Yeah. With uh, the leadership of Michael D'Aloya and Gerardo Orlando. Similar guys. Yeah. You know, I, Michael, when I talk to him, and Joe, when I talk to him, and now when I'm talking to you, and I'm talking to Gerardo, you guys really are the next gen of leadership. That brilliance of the open mind yeah. and the open heart. You know, I appreciate you saying that. And at least for me, I'll tell you that it uh, there are uh, there have been moments of time where you have to have some pain, which leads you to some, a level of evolution, right? To yeah. you can get better. And, and I know as a uh, as a coach and yeah. someone with your background, you know that that pain usually leads to change, right? Sure. And and improvement. Sure. And uh, so I hope the leaders that you're talking about today, I I, I assume they've all gone through that level of yes. just growth. Yeah. Um, they've had to have that that opportunity to to, to step back and be self aware, yeah. uh, be reflective, and then and then make the necessary pivot and changes to get better because we don't start at hopefully we're all always growing right and evolving yeah. so we so. don't start at that finished product it's it takes years right yeah and hopefully it's never ending you know Can't, you're you're constantly a work in progress right it's my number one fear besides okay. being eaten alive by sharks <laughs> yeah, my number one fear is <laughs> well, stop that's learning a little unreasonable, yeah. Yeah, that's but right. i love it Kevin, yeah, yeah. that we all have that's to right. have our yeah. thing yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful i get it yeah we don't want to ever ever stop and you know i, I interviewed a, um, a, a guy who, who was a national finalist in the sport of wrestling yeah who's also a two-time state champ from saint ignatius George DiCamillo, he works for Lincoln Electric, one of their up-and-coming kids. Yeah. And he said, I wanted to always be comfortable with being uncomfortable. That's so good. Yeah. Nickel. Yeah, it is. You know, and I think that's what I'm hearing with you guys. Well, I think when you're uncomfortable, you're if if you're uncomfortable in the right way, you're challenged. That, that's right. That, that, that's that's a that's a moment of growth. Sure. And so as we get more mature or have the right mentors to help us understand that that uncomfortable when you're uncomfortable, yeah. you're growing and you won't stay uncomfortable, right? right. You'll get to a point where you're just, you start to perform yep. the, the right way and delivering the results you need. But I, I actually think every 18 months you need to be uncomfortable because we're growing. I agree. With you. Yeah. That's how you build a muscle. You got to tear exactly a little right. bit to bigger, yeah. you know, yeah. big, uh, build it bigger. So let me ask you, you had some incredible jobs prior to uh, opportunities in your career. Sure. And you have a leadership style. Yeah. Tell me how that leadership style evolved, and how are you using that here at Adcom? Yeah, so as I as I as I referenced, um, mm -hmm. played sports growing up, uh, sure. played football, track, baseball, basketball, you name it. I I I tried to play it and played it, and hopefully I did a, a good enough job. Uh, and and I and and then I was fortunate enough to play at Ohio State for sure. four years and really enjoyed that time. Mm -hmm. So leadership in the sports realm was really important, yeah. and. Uh, you know, one of the things you you learn quickly in leadership, particularly when you're when you're competing or playing uh, with uh, with with high uh, capable, highly capable people, is sure. that it really comes down to not what you say, but actually what you do and what no you doubt. can deliver. Right? No doubt. Yep. And so those things need to, uh, to 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 align. So I was fortunate in in athletics to learn about leadership, and in hmm. all through high school, I played quarterback, and so okay. it was important to be a good leader at quarterback. Um, not sure I always was able to check that box because um, I didn't know. I wasn't really cognizant of what real leadership was okay. at 16, 17, 18, okay. other than, hey, let's get out and get together and you know make sure we were working out and practicing, doing the things that our coaches need. But um, I think in college, I was really, I really began to kind of study and understand what leadership looked like. And well, and if you're a special teams captain, yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, that just meant that just meant you. Were, that's exactly right. You were the guy <laughs> so, who was willing to go down yeah, and lay it yeah, on the line. Yeah, um, and and quite frankly, yeah. when you uh, 
it's the way to get on the field. No doubt. And so um, with the talent we had, I wasn't gonna, I didn't start, right? right? So being a backup, it meant uh, getting in the game every once in a while, making yeah. a good block, catching the ball when it came your way. Sure. Uh, but to, to constantly be on the field was like be on every single special teams right. uh, that you could. And, and that was, for me, I think an important moment in my life, which was right. like, hey, you can either pack it up right. uh, and just pack it up and go home. Mm-hmm literally go home or you can figure out a way to contribute find on this team. Out, baby. Find, and find the way that I could do it was like literally go down and beat my head in sure. and make a tackle. Yeah. And then when you fig- when I could figure out, okay, I could do this one, then I could add on. And then yeah. you gain the confidence of your teammates yep. and you gain the confidence of the coaches. And that was really important, which leads to that conversation around leadership and actually delivering results. Sure. And then you, you get into the professional world. Yep. And, Tell me a little bit about that transition. Yeah. And, and, you know, you had a pretty interesting. I did. Yeah. I, I'll be honest with you. It was hard at first sure. when you when transition out of college and try to find that first job. I bet everyone's had that that moment, no right? Find, find that first oh job. Oh, my God. I sent out 300 resumes. Yes. Yeah. 299 rejections. It's difficult. And yeah. particularly when you leave yeah. being a part of a team and everything was structured sure. all the time for you. Sure. Um, but I was fortunate. I started, uh, I started out in sports. I knew that I wanted to work in sports and entertainment. And so okay. um, I started off at our state high school association i had a couple other jobs before that but i started out in our state high school association so those who are listening if you've played any high school sport every every state has a governing body yes they do and uh here in ohio it's the ohsaa where i lived in in seattle was the wiaa and so i was fortunate at a very young age to be our youngest assistant executive director in the country of the 51 associations and so oversaw a number of sports or corporate partnerships tv broadcast all the things that were, were generating revenue and so uh really was able to leave my mark there because of an incredible couple of incredible leaders there. tough decisions i'm sure you know fortune yes okay um but when it came to some of the the higher level particularly legal decisions okay. um, we had a lawyer on gotcha, staff who gotcha, made that okay, um, okay. and the executive director mike sure. colbury's um but yeah i i learned a ton and that led me to the seattle seahawks and so sure. then I, I worked for the seattle seahawks um started off as a manager was quickly promoted to director and then had a variety of uh, of roles with the seattle seahawks and we started the seattle sounders of the mls um which has really been the model franchise of soccer in america for the last 11 years yeah my goodness and then i was recruited to come out to cleveland and uh, start uh with a new leadership team uh with a new ownership here with the cleveland browns and so i joined the cleveland browns and was our vice president of marketing media and entertainment uh, for three years and then i hired Adcom and Joe to be our agency of record. That's okay. how I got to know this group, and okay. then uh, well, then I came here in 2016. So I've been here almost five years. I can't believe that. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That in, is in a role. that is incredible. Mm-hmm. But that is a that's a that's a really beautiful transition. I like that yeah. a lot, and uh, you see, you hear that a lot. Yeah. You know, you know, particularly like in the uh, public accounting world, particularly a lot of these CP, CPAs become CFOs yeah. or CEOs. You know, eventually because they know the clients so well, right? right? right. And they know the philosophy. Yeah. And you know, it's about culture, It is right, Kevin? Yeah. I mean, I, I've done uh, in my business career a number of um, mergers and acquisitions and also uh, roll-ups. Mm-hmm. And the worst thing is bad culture. It'll kill a deal in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know, the, you know that right? word culture, I, I agree with you. That word culture is something that I've, I've wrestled with. Okay. And, and, okay. and and I mean that in, I, I believe sometimes it's overused. And what, when okay. we're saying culture, 
and I'd love to riff on this with you. Sure. I, yeah. I, I think we're sometimes it's just misalignment. Okay. Sometimes it's personality. Sometimes it's not people just not being on the same page of what needs to get accomplished. Sometimes they're just some really jerk people out yes. there. Yes. Yes. So yeah. when folks say culture, I'm I'm always curious to to understand what they what they mean by that. Well, the nomenclature I think has a historical viewpoint. Yeah. Right. But I think now it's evolving. Yep. So I think you're you're. Your new definition s- tends to be more what we're th- what the evolved thought is, yeah. right? Yeah, and I get that. Yeah. And I think, but you're right, jerky people. It's hard to do good good business with jerky people. It's you know? it's impossible. It and, and quite frankly, um, if I I, I run right, yeah, if I see yeah. someone who's just not treating others with respect, absolutely, um, not being a team player, mm-hmm. not understanding the importance of of communication alignment or someone that wants to be kind of their own superhero themselves. Yes. yes. Um, while I might admire some attributes there, it's just not going to work when we're in a team environment. So, but also I think in a, in a, in a, in a strong evolved environment slash culture, you have to do what you do so well, which is coach. Well, thanks. Yeah. You got to coach. You. I hear you. And hear one you. of the things I hear so oftentimes is from, from folks is, either they didn't get the job or they're let go or something went wrong mm-hmm. and there's no feedback for them. So they yes. don't know how to improve Terrible. or get better. Yeah. So, so it's a disservice to us all. It really is. It really is. Yeah, it, really it really is. is. Yes, yeah. Is. And you know, I, I, whenever I, I talk in front of a, particularly like a sales group or something like that, the two things I, I try to leave them with is you can't make a deal, a good deal with a bad person. Mm, that's good. And the other thing is don't do the deal. If mommy, who's looking over your shoulder or daddy looking over your shoulder says, don't do it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's self parenting, mm-hmm. right? And that's the biggest compliment you can give me as, as a coach is that you're self coaching. And Absolutely. This, is the, this is what I'm hearing from you, particularly when you were that special teams captain, yeah, yeah. you had to coach not only yourself, but all those dudes around you. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, a big you know, part of it was, you know, as you, matriculate up in grade right in class sure. if if you've done well um people look to you to set an example yes and so the way you set an example is not by talking but actually by doing yeah. um and uh and and, and that's uh, that's really important but i i will tell you this the in feedback is a gift and candid feedback is a gift when given sure. the right way yeah. right with and love with love that's Absolutely. exactly right and with so love. if people understand that it comes from a place of goodness mm-hmm. Um, and you've established that relationship. I, I think it's the most important thing that we can do to build the right environments and cultures in the businesses provide yes. feedback and yes. sometimes instantly. <clears throat> yes. Because people want it. Give good news and bad news fast. Yeah, let them know. Absolutely. Let them know. Absolutely. And yeah. do the right thing even when no one's around, no one's looking. Absolutely. Do the right thing always. Absolutely. You know? And that's one of the things that I try to always impart, not only in this podcast, but when I coach or in the business environment. Yeah. And I hear this here. Well, let me show you one story. So sure. I, I keep a list of every person I've, that's been my boss. I keep okay. a list and then I keep like, what did I learn from them? And a, a gentleman named Mike Colbury, who I worked with really my first boss, okay. um, he had an education background and, and uh, he was, uh, he taught me not that I needed him to teach it to me, but it was, I liked the way that he articulated this is you never step over a piece of trash. And so mm-hmm. to this day, yep. well, whether I'm walking around my house or in this office or even outside, if I'm walking past something on the ground, mm-hmm. just pick it up. You're improving your environment. Just pick it up. Absolutely. And so pick it up and throw that. in the trash. And it, it was just, it's those little things that I keep an eye out for when I'm 
working with people or hiring people to see if they're paying attention to those types of detail. That's beautiful. We're going to take a break. I love that last little gem that you, that you brought down, Kevin. We're going to be back with Kevin Griffin on the, uh, next, uh, next segment. This is coach Cimarroni for blood time, the C-suite forum. Defense soup at defensesoup.com. In the midst of our current health crisis, we at Blood Time want to thank Guy and Gus Seco and the team at Defense Soap as a beacon of our protection. Body wipes, skin cleansers, bars of soap, shower gels, and disinfectant tablets. All this and more as Defense Soap is on the front line of our protection. Thanks to the Seco family and their team at Defense Soap. Check them out for all your protection needs during these precarious times. Defense Soap at DefenseSoap.com This episode is brought to you in part by ESPN Cleveland and Good Karma Brands. And we're back. This is Coach Cimarroni for Blood Time, the C-Suite Forum with Kevin Griffin. Kevin, fantastic first segment. And I want to get right into the second segment and talk a little bit about, you know, who was that inspiration or who were those inspirational people, moments that created that blood time moment or philosophy for you? Yeah, it's, there's so many. Okay. And, uh, and uh, so, so when well, I when you call talked, out one, when, yeah, yeah, when there, you talked yeah, about there, what you, who you met in the first segment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there, there've been so, so many um, sure. that have kind of filled it up, filled up my cup and uh, that I'm, and I'm constantly learning from them all every day. Sure. Um, but I think, you know, at different points in my life, there, as an example, in college, there's a coach named Coach Dave Kennedy. He was our strength and conditioning coach who sure. really, um, I think, helped push all of us, but okay. taught me the importance of, of both hard work and discipline nice. in a way that uh, I hope I can carry on. I still think about Coach Kennedy, Coach K, sure. uh, all the time. So he's in your head, right? Oh, he's permanently, part of your DNA. he's, he's, he's yeah. affixed in my head. Yeah, Absolutely. He's part of your DNA. Like yeah, that. so Coach K was yeah. important. And I think if you ask a number of guys who played with us during that era, they'd probably give you a similar name. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and, and particularly um, really started to evolve in my career, there, there are two individuals in my t- during my time in Seattle, sure. uh, a guy named Todd Lywicki, who's an incredible sports executive and one mm-hmm. of the most imaginative and creative and thoughtful individuals I've ever worked awesome. with and for. Um, and, and he had a, a massive impact. And then mm-hmm. I had an assignment to work with Pete Carroll, who's the head coach of the oh, Seahawks. And uh, working with and for Pete on a number of side projects, um, transform my life. So if there was a blood time moment, it probably is my time with Pete. And then I get into one other one. Tell me, tell me something. Yeah. So, so Pete, uh, we'll we'll go into a a little bit on Pete. So Pete came into Seattle and, and, uh, after his time at USC, we hired him and, uh, we weren't really sure who Pete was because he, he he thinks about the world in a completely different way and that there's no, there's, endless possibilities and he's completely locked in on philosophy and the human spirit and mm-hmm. and ha- making sure all, everyone who works with him is also connected and so yep. I'll, I'll share one anecdote with with you about coach mm-hmm. carroll and that was he challenged a number of us to be able to articulate our personal philosophy in 25 words or less and wow. and his point was and i i stood with him or sat in the audience with him on a number of occasions where he's talking to CEO and others, other executives sure. outside of the football world, and he'd mm-hmm. ask, hey, what is your personal philosophy? Sure. These are leaders of big companies. Yeah, absolutely. And 5 6 7% of the folks in the room could raise their hand and say, I yeah. can articulate my personal philosophy. Sure. And his point was, without that, 
how do you expect anybody to know where you're going? And yeah. so he was very crystal clear about his philosophy, sure. which then shaped the Seattle Seahawks philosophy and the people that came to play for us and work for us. And it's been a really nice result because of that clarity. That is that is beautiful. Yeah. You know, that is beautiful. I, I had the opportunity to interview Mark Sullivan, who played for Woody. Mm-hmm. Okay. And he was undersized, 215-pound middle guard, mm-hmm. um, walk-on, yeah. and then became scholarship. And um, he had a he had a blood tie moment where his mother died, mm-hmm. and Woody came into his dorm room mm-hmm. and sat with him for half an hour. Mm-hmm. So this is the kind of thing that leaders are all about. Absolutely, you know, they really articulate, yeah. but they live it. Yeah, and they live it passionately. Right, right. And I love that from Pete, and you could just see that. I mean, Pete is just yeah passion personified. Right? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting when you walk around and talk about it. And, and I know I I I made this mistake numerous times, which is mm-hmm. kind of when you're when you. For, for some people, they're not willing to accept that someone is locked in on their personal philosophy and they don't sure. need to hear that over and over again. And right. some of us might live that a bit louder than others, right? right. And so uh, understanding how to dial that up and down mm-hmm. yeah. based on your audience. Yeah. Um, but I tell you what's really neat is when you lock in on that, right? Your values, your personal philosophy, and you can truly live that every single day. Yes, It takes so much out of the decision-making process for small decisions you make every single day. Number one, people know how you're going to act and behave all the time. Consistency. So you're consistent. Yes. And it makes it really yes. easy. Sure. And number two, there's, you don't have to make too many decisions. Cause this, Life gets you, easy, oh, right? Man, like Life this is who easy, I am. Right? So yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Period. Exactly. Um, and it becomes, it, it, it just really allows you to focus. And then I think that focus allows you to really accelerate. And you have joy. You have you joy, joy, you know? If you're, if I couldn't agree with you more, if you're super reflective, so folks, this is a bit cheesy, but you used the word earlier and it gets me fired up. So I'm probably speaking too fast, Maverick. No, I love it. Which is, is, uh, which is, Machine Gun Kelly. there's no, to to me, you can't separate for me, not to me, but for me, I can't separate the word love and leadership. I just can't do it because Uh when you care about people and you're leading that, that, that it's, it's connected right so sure. my the last three words of my personal philosophy are love learn and lead love that and so if i can if i'm if i i know i'm in a good spot when i'm in a place where we're, we're there's you can feel the love sure you're constantly learning to our point earlier about being uncomfortable yes. and you're leading towards something that is bigger than you yes if i can do those three things every day i'm in a good spot absolutely yeah and so you're bringing that leadership now yeah okay to adcom mm-hmm. five years in right yeah. but I'm hearing a lot of innovative things that you're bringing, not only internally, but when you when you're meeting with clients, yeah. I'm hearing some really fascinating things mm-hmm. about not only you but the leadership here, and that's why you guys are winning. Yeah, yeah. So talk a little bit about that whole mentality that you're a you know major driver in here, and what does that mean to you? Thanks for asking. Thanks sure. for recognizing the the work we're doing here. Um, yep. f- for us. It, it, it all comes down to what we talked about earlier. We want to see our partners and we want to see people be successful. Sure. And so it is really important to us that when we talk about someone's investment, okay. it's not a cost from an advertising standpoint or, or, or work with us. It really is truly an investment. And we owe it to our clients and sure. our partners to be able to show them and prove to them that the, the money that they're investing yeah. spins back to a an outcome that they need. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes we're having conversations with, uh, with partners and clients that are a little bit uncomfortable because we're yeah. digging in on their business, really getting into detail yes. and understand. And then, and then holding, 
ourselves and them accountable to the decisions that we're going to make for those investments that actually deliver a result. And we'll put that up on the board right beforehand, right? The whiteboard, in the deck, in the dock, in our workflow, uh, everything. And then that allows us... um, it allows us to have a North star for the work that we're doing, but most importantly, it allows us to prove that our work yes. is worth their investment yep. and it, and, and it supports, um, you know, their outcomes. We have, I, 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 I won't use names, but, um, one of our, uh, one of my colleagues recently shared with me that, um, you know, one of his partners, one of his, his, his day-to-day partners, you know, was recently promoted because of the work that we did with them. Now that person helped obviously inspire the work, but it feels really, really good to the point we made earlier that someone's life is getting better because, yes, um, the work that we were able to do with them. You know, and it's interesting. I was 31. I had my first ad ad agency and I had some partners. They were nuts (laughs) and you learn, right. Mm -hmm. And so you, you end up, uh, kind of winnowing that out, but I'll never forget. I got a call from a, from a rep, WNCX. Oh, yeah. After the first year we were working together, he says, he goes, uh, hey, Cimarroni, I just bought my first house. Yeah, that's cool. he says, the down payment is because of what I made on your deals. Yeah, that's cool. And I never thought, I said, oh, my gosh, I can actually affect people's, you know, you know, lifestyle yeah. right so and you, it just hits you right yeah. you know and then then you say well i want to do more of that right you know what i mean so that's right. that's just fantastic and you yeah. want to do more of that absolutely right? you know what i mean so what's next for kevin griffin and adcom what, what are we looking at at the next the next step up you know if you ask joe um cubic who's uh our, our ceo yes i think you would just say you know continuing to um be a great partner. Okay. And that means for us to, to continue to stay nimble and sure. flexible and having the right type of people that understand the complexity of, of business. Yeah. It could have those conversations and then, and then pull that back in <clears throat> and design the right solutions. And so continue to position ourselves as a great business partner, okay. um, not just an advertising agency, but a great business partner. And for me, I think the future of, of adcom is all those things I articulated from Joe's point of view, but also, continuing to watch the rise of Cleveland. Oh, I love and, that. and it is, this is a place is important to us. Uh, we love Cleveland and, um, me too. And we want to continue to see this place thrive and grow and become mm-hmm. a world-class city. Um, it's important for us today. It's important for our kids in the future and, um, and our, and, and, and the generations after that. And so if we can have an impact so that people don't just remember the names of the folks who worked at Adcom, but the impact that Adcom, sure. Adcom had on Cleveland legacy, that would be, ideal that's awesome yeah and so you know we're coming out of this thing right yeah together we've we've somehow cobbled our way and we're coming out of it and there's it looks like our economy's ready to to explode it's already starting to see some real upticks uh but we we've gone through some stuff Mm -hmm. you know so we typically end our shows and i don't want to end this because this has been fantastic kevin i really appreciate you uh, again doing this but we ask our interviewees and and guests to leave our audience with some words of encouragement and courage and maybe positivity. Sure. Right. Sure. Yeah. Well, I hope I can deliver on that. Okay. Um, I think the, I think the first thing is, is at least during the the pandemic era, what I, I, my, my relationships with folks uh, across the country have have never been stronger because we had some time in the evenings to connect and we all learned what zoom Yes. I was, and yes. we all were able to take some time to organize. And so, uh, the relationships I've been able to build over the last, you know, 15 months, new, new relationships have been yeah. great. And I think <laughs> folks have been, uh, really open to 
expanding their 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 horizons and, and new ideas, right? absolutely, new, and new, new ideas, new yeah. Ways, and right? so, um, so, so, and again, if you cherish those relationships and you treat people well, um, that begins to spin forward for you and create this flywheel effect of doing good for others and they do good for you. So I'm really excited about that. And then um, I'm a bit of a political wonk and junkie, and and sure. I think from an economic standpoint, um, I thought President Biden did a, a nice job with his joint his address to joint. Congress um, sure. a couple of days ago, but I'm, I'm, I, I think we're at a point now where folks are starting to understand that our, our way of doing business as a country uh, with capitalism is, is good. Uh-huh. It's important for us and we have to continue to hold on to that. But there's also another segment of our, of our, of our country and people that we've got to understand how to take care of. And we're starting to take about, talk about those things as investments sure. as opposed to expenses our, as our country. Sure. Um, particularly, we're only as strong as our weakest link, right? Man, let's it, get it, our exactly weakest link right. strong, uh, right? Uh, let's get and, our weakest link strong. And <clears throat> let's go win. Let's yeah. compete. Yeah. Let's go And be teach better. them how to fish. Yeah, Don't give man. them the fish, That's man. That's exactly right. You know, so right? like, you we're know, gonna like give make them the fish these... a little bit to, to make sure Absolutely. they're off a life support, but teach them how to fish. As a country. Yeah. Let's go win. Let's right. go be the greatest country on earth. Right. And we have the doggone That's right. capital. I mean, we have you know, best you know I, and it's interesting because and I, and I, I don't want to get too much into the weeds on this, but, you know, we have all this debt, but it's it's only about 25% of our total worth. Right. So it's not bad. That's not bad if it, we look at it that way. You know, it's an interesting dynamic. A- absolutely. Right? I yeah. just want to win, right? right I think right. I think exactly. most people in this country want want us to be uh, an example for and everyone. And I want everybody strong. And that's everybody the way you win, strong. coach, right? I mean, absolutely. you're a coach, right? So you want to win. You got to bring everybody up and utilize yeah. all of our best resources, which is our human capital. Yeah, because if I'm teaching Kevin Griffin, who is evolved, yeah. okay, in the sport, and I got to go to- uh, take time from you yep. to go teach a remedial positioning it's horrible yeah it's a bad waste of time for everybody absolutely lose so invest in yeah. your, yourself but yeah. also let's us invest in our people right? so i've never been more optimistic about you know while we have our challenges sure. i think we can get to a point where i think now everyone is starting to see that number one we have a great competition uh with china and yes. other countries yeah. and i think that's an opportunity for us all to galvanize yes. and evolve for everyone across this country let's go Let's go. Let's go, yeah. man. Well, yeah. Kevin, you've been inspiring. Yeah. Well, uh, I dude, I, I yeah. just love this conversation. <laughs> yeah. It was great. Thank you for doing this. Yeah. Thank you to Joe Kubik and your entire uh, team here. Yeah. And, of course, my, my beautiful daughter. Yeah, she's great. Uh, Jenna. And... Uh, I just, I, I hope, we, let's do this again sometime. Yeah, okay? maybe let's we'll do, do it over dinner too. Absolutely, I'd love yeah, to do yeah, that. We I'd love do to that. do that. Well, this has been Coach Simroni for Blood Time, the C-Suite Forum with Kevin Griffin at the wonderful Adcom Studios. We are all blood, love to all. This is Coach Simroni. I trust you are well and about to emerge after this most challenging of years. In all that we have collectively been through, we can still find that silver lining. That said, it is my pleasure and honor to announce a rekindling and reconnection to my long-time and good friends at the Montrose Auto Group. Mike Thompson, Chris Mills, and the incredible staff at Montrose Westside have afforded me and Razor, my company, an opportunity to present the outstanding lineup of high-quality vehicles in their stable. Jaguars, Range Rovers, Volvos, and a bevy of high-quality pre-owned vehicles are at our and your disposal. I look forward to being of service to you and your family, friends, company, and associates at your request and direction. 
Let's get together soon to discover how we may be a solution to your driving requirements and desires. Thanks so much and talk soon. This is Coach Cimarroni for the Montrose Auto Group's West Side Store. You've just listened to a podcast on the Maverick Podcasting Network. Check out more at maverickpodcasting.com.